Hey guys, and welcome to episode number 117 of Dylan Al Talk NFL. Today is Tuesday, November 15th. It's our first episode here in a few weeks. Uh, we're, we're unfortunate. We're not, we're not going to go over everything that we missed in the last few weeks. Uh, we're just going to pick up where we would have left off if we did a normal episode last week. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the games that were spotlighted in week 10. And then we're just going to do a quick pod today. We're going to wrap it up by talking week 11. Maybe we'll go a little bit more in depth into some of these games since we're not going to be talking about as much as we usually would on a normal episode. But, yeah, here we go. Um, started off, I guess, with uh, Thursday Night Football. It, it was. It seems like it's been the theme of the year. It, it was another very, very dismal Thursday night football game. Um, it, it pitted the two and seven Panthers against the four and five Atlanta Falcons. Um, this game was an absolute monsoon. Uh, they played in a wind tunnel with with a lot of rain. Um, surprisingly enough, there were thirty attempts by Marcus Mariota. Uh, he went 19 for 30, 186 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. Um, Cordero Patterson really couldn't get it going on the ground. I believe this was his second game back from coming off of IR. Yeah. Five carries, 18 yards. Uh, Mariota actually was the leading rusher in this game. Three carries, 43 yards. On the receiving end, um, it's been very interesting the way that this team has targeted Kyle Pitts, or I should say the lack of targets yeah. that Kyle Pitts has gotten this year. He was the first rookie receiver in a very long time to hit 1,000, I think since Mike Ditka. To hit a thousand yards in his rookie season, and he's just been non-existent. Two catches, twenty-eight yards. Did target him eight times, though. I know the weather was a little bit of an issue. There were some bad throws involved. Teams found a way to shut him down, or is this Mariota? This is just the the lack of a bad, a good quarterback. I think because you look at it, Matt Ryan was throwing him the ball last year. Yeah, you've had Marcus Mariota throwing him the ball all year. Let's see what his stat line is. Demarius Bird, three catches, 58 yards. Drake London found the end zone. Former Lion, actually, Kaderil Hodge found the end zone, which I thought was very, very interesting to see. Total for this year, 54 targets, 25 receptions. So he's only completed. He's caught, he's caught less, less than half of his targets. He, he was at 1,000 yards last season with a touchdown. Mm-hmm. With a touchdown. Yeah. With one single touchdown. This year, 313 yards, two touchdowns. So he's got one more touchdown, but he has... But he's taking a significant drop off in yards. And that was, he played 17 games, 15 started. He's mm-hmm. at nine games. So mm-hmm. he's got eight games to get 700 yards. Uh, so he has to be t- averaging 100 yards. Almost 100 yards. So I don't see Something tells me uh, that's that's probably not going to happen. Which will be sad because it's not on him. Uh, the Panthers, this was probably the best I've seen their offense look all year. And it really wasn't P.J. Walker. He went 10 to 16 for 108 yards in this game and had a quarterback rating of 99 sorry 19.9. Um, this was really the run game. They toted the ball 47 times in this yeah. game. 31 of them by Deonta Foreman. I had Foreman. 31 carries, 130 yards and a touchdown. Uh, needless to say, I picked the wrong running back when I was doing my parlay to have over yards. I took Patterson instead of Devante, Dante Foreman because Dante Foreman had like 30 yards against the, the Bengals the week yeah. before, 26 I think to be exact. Um, Terrence Marshall with a 43-yard reception. DJ Moore had one, I think he had one of the first catches of the game for like 18 yards. He was pretty much shut down after that. It really wasn't a very good game weather-wise. LaVisca Chenault found the end zone on a 41-yard touchdown jet mm-hmm. sweep. Uh, story of this game just was the Panthers' run offense, and uh, you know the Falcons had a shot to yeah. reclaim the NFC South lead, mm. but then with Tampa's uh, win in Munich yeah. on Sunday morning, that just means the the five and five Buccaneers are leading the NFC South. 
J.C. Horn got a pick in this yep. game. He was a first-round pick from last year. I was, I was Can we talk hard. about the Marcus Mariota? Did, did you see it? Did you watch any of the game? Marcus Mariota was falling to the ground and literally just threw the ball up in the air. And thankfully for Falcons fans, that play didn't count. It was intercepted. Yeah. It was almost ran back to the end zone. But that was just that was one of those plays that really made you shake your head. And probably when we talk about it at the end of the, at, at the end of the day, it's probably gonna be one of the worst like five plays that I've ever seen in the NFL. Kind of kind of gave me like the Mark Sanchez butt fumble kind of vibes. Yeah. Let me let me pull it up and see. So he's falling to the ground. This one almost. Yep, yeah. Thank goodness he was down. So he just he was just rolling back, and he just threw that ball up straight in the air. Kind of like what Mahomes did yeah, in the Super Bowl, Mahomes except his was accurate and was almost a touchdown. Yeah. Marcus Mariota thought he was uh, Mahomes. Mahomes for a minute there, and I... Maybe... Mahomes, Mariota, maybe the M.A. Maybe he yeah. thought he could switch his name to Mahomes and not Mariota. Marcus Mahomes. Let's see. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, it, that's that's the weather is insane, but that throw rivals Carson Wentz's uh, left-handed interception for me from last year. Mm-hmm. This is just this is honestly like quarterback one one. This is something you just do not do. Yeah, as an NFL quarterback, um, and then the 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 interception by J.C. Horn. You know, there was a lot of pressure on that. That play pocket mm-hmm. collapsed into the side, and the Falcons had a chance to win this game at the end of the day. It they was just, did. it's just why are you making throws in crucial decisions? Mariota just made bad throws at the wrong wanna, times. If you want to be a starting NFL quarterback, mm-hmm. you don't make a throw like this mm-hmm. where you see your guys covered down the field, you're pushed out of bounds, you throw that ball away. Mm-hmm. It is second and ten, and especially That's when you're decision. in a hotly contested quarterback job as the the Atlanta quarterback job really is, yeah. because. No we forget Ritter. Desmond Ritter was was he? Ever, I think believe he was the first round pick, right? No, second round it, pick. Only pick it, right? Oh no, that's right. And then Malik Willis was the next. He went, yeah, he went further down. He was a mid round pick, but um, you know, I mean, he got him waiting right in the wings. He shown he shown what he could do in the preseason. He had a great preseason. If he wasn't a rookie, I honestly think Desmond Ritter could have started Week One for the Falcons this year. Yeah, if they and honestly they should have. Because you go from Matt Ryan and you you're you're looking at it right now you're four and five. Yeah. You slip a couple games, you go down to let's say four and eight, you lose three in a row. Throw him in for the last four games. See yeah. what he's got. I think they should play him in tandem with Mariota. They think, should almost do like what Taysom and Dalton slash Winston do. Not yeah. saying that Ritter's gonna be a thirty yard quarterback run and then bomb one sixty yards down the field, yeah. but throw him in there every once in a while. Make make the defenses think make these coordinators and coaches scheme for him or maybe pull what jeff saturday did and and say that ellinger is going to start and then you roll out matt ryan on the first freaking play of the game it's a while <laughs> all right moving on imagine here. being a being a fantasy owner and you had you had to start you imagine oh, if you were in a pinch on a bye week let's oh. say you had burrow let's say who else was on a bye this week let's say you I had, had burrow Let's say you had Lamar Jackson, yeah. and, and and you're desperate. You're in a 12-14 team league, and you're going to say, you know what, I'm going to start Sam Ellinger this week. And then they roll out Matt Ryan. Could you imagine how PO'd some people had to be? 
I would have cried probably. I didn't realize that Mariota play was a pick six, bro. Oh yeah. It would have been. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been a pick six. And it was late in the game too, right? This angle, I finally found the right angle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nine to twenty two. What that's gotta be the worst NFL throw of all time. But like you said, what do you do quarterback wise here? I think you put him in tandem. Work work the young guy in. Don't don't overwhelm him. Yeah. He's not here to save this team this year. Um but he is the future. Mariota sure as hell is not. And like I said, if Mariota wants to be a starting NFL quarterback, when it is second and ten and you are pushed towards the sideline, you throw that ball. Now you don't want intentional grounding, okay, throw it near the shiver, throw it away. Mm-hmm. Don't throw it where it can be picked. Mm-hmm. If if the Panthers DBs had hands, that would have been a pick. Mm-hmm. The JC Horn one was a pick. Mm-hmm. Um there was a couple ones over the middle to Kyle Pitts that he just completely missed them. Yeah. All right, moving on. We're gonna skip the Munich game because that really I mean, it's twenty one sixteen bucks. You know they they uh, the Seahawks had a claw and scratch late in that game just to make it a game. Yeah. Uh, Rashad White had a great game. Might as well bring him up while we were just talking about one hundred and six yards. I think yeah. on twenty two carries. Gino um, Smith another solid performance. Fournette <laughs> tried to throw a pass to Tom Brady <laughs> and it got pick. intercepted. I thought that was pretty funny. But uh, before we talk about the presumable very, very big front runner for game of the year and probably game of the freaking decade at this point, uh, let's talk about the Lions. They went and they beat Green Bay last week. We obviously didn't do it. We didn't do a show last week. So we got to mention that, you know, that was really exciting to see. It was pretty, it was one of those games that we're going to look back at the end of the year and we knew that they were going to win. Yeah. They weren't supposed to beat the Packers, but yet somehow in typical Mm -hmm. Lion fashion, they find a way. Then you go into Chicago on the road. Dan Campbell has not won a road game. Let's let's just yeah. throw that out there right yeah. now. Has not won a road game in yeah. his coaching career. Yep. They have not won a road game since December of 2020. Yeah. They go into Chicago. They hang around. It's 10-10 at the break. Yep. Goff looks okay. You know, the running game looked really good at times. Williams had 59 yards. And then Justin Fields just explodes. He finds Cole Komet absolutely wide open i mean when i say wide open there was nobody within like 15 yards of him he could have crawled to the end zone and still would have scored and then you get a nice score to make it a one score game again in the fourth quarter Mm -hmm. and then you let justin fields in the first play of the next drive run for 64 yards Mm -hmm. for a touchdown and you think, okay, that's the one touchdown that we always look back at. You know, you look back at the third down runs that they gave up against Seattle. You look at the key third down conversions that Philly got way back in the first game of the year. Mm-hmm. You look at those and you're thinking, oh, here we go. You know, this is going to be another typical way that the Lions are going to lose. Mm-hmm. They go down there resilient. They get a score again. DeAndre Swift finds the end zone. And then what do we always talk about this team? What is the weak point of this team? It's the defense, right? Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Okuda. Jeff Okuda makes the biggest freaking play of his <laughs> career. Yeah. He picks off that it's a it's a screen pass gone wrong. Yeah. Fields gets pressured by I think it was Hutchison or so. either Julian Okora or Hutchison. Yeah. He throws it up for grabs. Okuda grabs it, picks up a couple blocks, goes 20 yards the end zone. Boom, you got a lead with yeah. two minutes to go. Now your defense, this is the best your defense has looked all year. Granted, you gave up 30 yeah. points. You let Fields run for 147 yards and two touchdowns. But you're in this game. You score twice in the last four minutes. Yeah. And you get you get one of the biggest stands of the season. Yeah. 
Justin Fields, and, and before we even talk about the the stand again in the last play, did you see that one yard touchdown that he had? Where he fields, he got sacked. He almost got sacked like four times. Finds somehow finds a way out of it and walks into the end zone. Insane on the ground, bro. And so you know they get a stop. You know they knock a, a ball down on third third and nine. Yeah. Last play of the game, they're backed up. There's like a minute left. The Bears are like their own ten yard line. Mm-hmm. Fields kind of has one of those plays like that again. Yeah. They finally get him to the ground. Yeah. Julian O'Quara. Hutchison yeah. had his hands on him. Anzalone, I believe, yeah, had his hands on him. The first hit, I think. And then O'Quara just finishes the job, pushes him back. They didn't technically they didn't sack him. They stopped his forward momentum, but it counts yeah. as a sack in the book. First road win since December 2020. You scored 21 points in the fourth quarter. Your defense finally steps up. Yeah. You win a game in the division on the road. And you're three and six. This NFC, this last wild card spot, you know, we talk it's very top heavy. Mm-hmm. Teams like the Eagles, who have um, we'll talk about later, suffered their first loss of the season last yeah. night. The Giants are seven and two. Dallas is seven and three. Yeah. Minnesota's eight and one. We're gonna talk about yeah. them in Buffalo next. And then there's a big gap. The only person I'm throwing in a potential conversation, and they're in the bottom. I'm throwing in the 49ers. Yeah. No, with the we are no, I wouldn't either. The, the way they looked on Sunday night. Yeah. yeah, Herbert was banged up. They're missing a couple pieces. Keenan Allen still hasn't yeah. been there quite well Mike enough. Williams Mike Williams is, is still out with that high ankle sprain. Eckler hasn't looked good. We were talking about Eckler earlier. He hasn't looked good. He's been iffy. They really don't have that second option like they used to have with Josh Kelly <laughs> and when they had with Justin Jackson, who is now ironically on the Lions. Yeah. But um, San Francisco ain't meant to them play with, man. Yeah. They traded away um, Jeff Wilson. Yeah. To, and you look what he's doing with Miami right now. Mm-hmm. And you get McCaffrey. Yeah, McCaffrey's a little banged up and everything. But it's Christian freaking McCaffrey. Yeah. I mean, Elevated this he team. is the jack-of-all-trades when it comes to... You have two of the best jack-of-all-trades in the NFL right now, him and Debo Samuel. Yep. Don't count them out. Don't count out the commanders. Yeah. They have looked, against the top teams, they've looked very good. Yeah. They hung around. They haven't played Dallas yet this year. I don't Heineke. Think. Heineke. Heineke has his bad games, but... He's far better than Wentz. He makes the big throws when it counts. McLaurin's getting involved. Brian Robinson. The man got shot. Yeah. Twice in the preseason. And has come back. And I think... He's their number one. He's their number one, first of all. He's a dark horse candidate for rookie of the year. Yeah. I know Olave's had a good season. Yeah. I know it's a quarterback award, so Pickett's going to be involved. Yeah. Offensive rookie of the year-wise. Yeah. I know uh, Brees Hall would have been there. Kenneth Walker, you could throw in the category. Garrett Wilson's had a very good rookie season in New York. Pickens is in the conversation. I think Brian Robinson's... Top two, top three rookie of the year right now. Yeah. And that may be a little bit ballsy to say in mid-November with him only having a few games. And with him only playing, his week 10, they played 10 games. He probably only played, this is his sixth game he's played. Yeah. He scored, I believe, in four of his six games. though, mm. And he scored last night, too. Yep. But back to the Lions. You know, 19-26 go off, 236 a touchdown. Uh, Jamal Williams, 59 yards. Swift, I'm kind of... Six yards. Six carries, six yards. And then he got a target for six yards. I think we traded the wrong guy. I no, I should have held on to Hawkinson and traded trade. Swift because yeah. Williams is the clear number one now. Yeah, you know, dare we say is DeAndre Swift on the path that Carryon Johnson was? I don't want where say he goes that, from yeah. instant star to yeah. an injury into irrelevant. I hope not. Could we talk, be talking in March that we're cutting DeAndre Swift? I don't think we cut him, but we definitely trade him. Amon Ra St. Brown. Is back. Beast. Beast. He's back. 10, 10, 10 grabs, 119. Yeah. He's back. I mean, Beast. that's all you can say. 
Um, Fields, 12 to 20, 167, two touchdowns and a pick, including that pick six, which ended up costing him the game at the end of the day. Yeah. 147 yards on the ground and two touchdowns. That's just incredible. The man literally almost outran his passing yards by yeah. himself. Yeah. That just shows that I know in Claypool, you thought that was a great, you know, thought it was a sneaky pickup, one grab, eight yards. Yep. You, you, you brought it up when we were talking earlier. This is kind of giving you the Lamar Jackson kind of feel. Yeah. Where he's almost got to do it himself. He's got good running backs, and they're just going to build this offensive playbook around him receiver, and the running backs. Your wide receivers aren't going to be getting the targets like Hollywood. Do you see out. guys like Mooney wanting to walk? Yeah. Because if you put Mooney, four grabs, 57 yards, by the way, and then come out with two touchdowns, including that one I talked about earlier, 50 yard, he was wide open. But Darnell Mooney is a dang good receiver in this league. He's, he's a very incredible. sneaky bottom tier, mid-level, probably mid-tier of a mid-level kind of a guy when you talk about yeah. those tier lists of receivers. I think he could be a number one somewhere. You throw him, you plug him into 20 offenses yeah. out of the other 31 teams, yeah. this man's a number one. Yeah. You plug him in Jacksonville, he's a number one. You plug him in Houston, he's a number one. You plug him in Indy, he's a number yeah. one. You plug him in ten anywhere in the AFC South, you plug yeah. him in, he's number one. Yeah. He's a number one anywhere outside of Buffalo, Miami, Seattle, um, Green or Minnesota. I say Green Bay. Well, no, no, Watson. No, I don't. Watson's the number one. I'm sorry. I I know you don't like him. My Watson's the number one. That game he had Sunday. Luck, bro. Yeah. How do you how do you call it luck? Four 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 grabs, three touchdowns. Yeah. I am the biggest Aaron Rodgers hater (laughs) hater right now, but you got to give credit to Christian Watson for the game. No credit, bro. No credit. None. Trash. Um. If you if he would have caught that one in uh, Minnesota, maybe I maybe I'd be a little less uh, critical of him. But any thoughts on the first road win for the Lions in almost two years? Yeah, insane. Um, you get another one. You got you got a chance next week to make it two in a row. Yeah, the fact that it's been two years shocked me. I thought we had one last year. And dare I say, I may be drinking the Kool Aid a little bit again, but this Giants team's beatable. All you gotta do is just contain Barkley and Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Banged up. He's going to be coming off a short week, and he's banged up. Mm. Dare I say, they somehow miraculously turned this into a four-game winning streak, and we're sitting here two weeks from today. This team's five and six. With a very favorable schedule down the stretch. Yeah. I'm not ready to drink that Kool-Aid yet. I mean, somebody's got to believe. Why not me? Usually I'm the one to believe, you know it. I said I'm gonna say all this game. positive stuff, and then we're gonna go get boat raced we're by the Giants to, next we're, week. We're about to lose so bad. <laughs> we're gonna get boat raced hey, by the Barclay, Giants. Barkley plus one fifty. Barkley plus one fifty. That man is just. I feel bad for the Giants, honestly, because he's gonna want a hell of a paycheck mm. in the next few months. They were thinking about possibly cutting him. Yeah. Probably not cutting him, but letting him walk. Yeah. With the injury history he's and everything. Their team. Do we say him for? I mean, I know he was he really injured a lot last year. Throw him in the mix for comeback player of the year with him and Gino. Maybe he's my top. Gino's my second. But I um, I think it'll be interesting to see what the Lions do. I it's I'm in a weird position because I'm not. You know, there's a lot. There's a lot of teams in front of them. It no, it's upsetting when. Or it's it's a weird feeling when you want your team to lose. I want them to lose. I know because the quarterback. Mad they I know it's the quarterback. I want. Them I was to mad lose. they beat Green Bay, but I was kind of actually happy they beat Chicago, because you know you turn into a winning streak. Yeah, 
We'll see what happens here. I just don't want Dan Campbell to get fired. So I, know, I, know, I know, I know, I like know. I like him, but at the same time, if we could just let him stay and get rid of Goff. Yeah. I saw something, and I don't know if we talked about this maybe two weeks. I don't think we did. If we cut Vitae, who was it? It was Vitae, Goff. Some of our big salary yeah, dump no, guys, like veterans, veterans that haven't been able to really prove themselves. I don't yeah. even want to say that's the right word for golf, but Vitae's had a lot of injury issues. Yeah. Uh, Will Harris, I believe, and maybe one or two other guys. I think it was like a 50-something million dollar salary dump if we caught all those guys. Do it. Do it. And you have five of the 60, first 65 picks. Lamar Jackson said he's interested in coming to this team. That is one of the very few him. teams he's interested in. I want him. Would you throw all your chips in the middle I go all that. in with swift with williams with saint brown obviously you're not gonna have hawkinson yeah i hope Rock they don't right, i hope I they don't, don't make the mistake of taking another tight end in the first round there's not. a big tight end prospect michael mayer from notre dame they're projected to, i saw a mock yesterday that has him projected to come to the lions at 11 as of right now but you got St. Brown, Cephas, uh, saw something today that Jameson Williams could be coming back in a couple weeks yeah. for sure. You got the defense to build around. You got uh, Okuda, Hutch, Aquara, Anzalone, Rodrigo. Do you throw all your dice in the middle and say, I do. If I'm the coach, get Lamar, I do. you take that top 10 pick, you get a linebacker, you build defense, yeah. and maybe. I mean, you maybe draft a tight end in the late rounds. Yeah. Do you throw all your chips in the middle, use those yes. first five picks on defense, and you could start 2023 with Lamar freaking Jackson as your quarterback? That's what I would want. Oh, dude, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I have I have my doubts about him. And it's not his injuries. It's just I don't want the Lions playbook to turn as vanilla as the Ravens playbook. Yeah. He's got two options. Yeah, but it could also expand Lamar. If you get him in our system, running sweeps with St. Brown, you know, it could expand his palette. You can talk me into this, but How much I just, at the end of the day, I have my reasons why I want it. Did you see? And I have my reasons I why I don't want it. I don't know if it was last week or <clears> week before. <throat> Lamar Jackson was running out of bounds, made this dot throw on the sideline, and the receiver dropped it. Mm -hmm. It was on the side. Mm -hmm. the money, it was in the Monday night game against New Orleans. Yeah. On the sideline, a dot. Mm -hmm. I have no that throw alone. I have no doubts about Lamar's throwing accuracy. That was a deep throw pass that was mm -hmm. on the money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. While on the run, falling out of bounds. Mm -hmm. No doubts there. My doubts come in with receiver production. Mm -hmm. I know. Lamar's I just don't want our receiver production to drop. St. Brown's a shining star. That's why I think you can get him involved in the sweep game, the run. The, the Debo the, Samuel, yeah, the not necessarily put him in the backfield. Yeah. I know they did that; they experimented with that at the end of last year. Yeah, but you get him in some screen plays. Put him in those Smart. jet touch, those touch passes. Yeah. You know that Double my, passes. that Tyreek and Mahomes made famous yep. you know, a few years ago. Stuff like that. But it, you never know. I mean, like I said, you can talk me into it. At the end of the day, I have my reasons why, and I have my reasons why it wouldn't work. Yeah, I just don't want. And one of the reasons why I don't want it to work is because I just don't want St. Brown to turn into a Watkins or a Bateman yeah. or a Hollywood Brown. You Waste know, I don't, don't want on a draft night we trade him to, like, Seattle and get nothing back for him. That would be the worst. If we ever trade St. Brown, I will just cry. Yeah. 
All right, let's move on to the game, the game of the year. Century. That was just uh, talking about it. Forty eight hours, almost forty eight hours to the to the to the hour yeah. about the ending of that game. Thirty three thirty. Minnesota beats Buffalo. I've never seen so many momentum shifts in like a ten second period. Yeah. First of all, before we even start with the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. Buffalo was in control of this game. 27 to 10 at one point yeah. in the third quarter. Then Dalvin Cook breaks an 81-yard touchdown. Basically goes untouched. Jefferson picks up a block on the side and he was gone. That was a part of a 14 carry, 119 performance and a touchdown. Cousins goes 30 of 50 for 357, a touchdown and two interceptions. Yeah. Player of the game though, Justin Jefferson. Insane 10 catch. grabs, 193 yards and a touchdown. Buffalo keeps it in command close. Fourth and 18 with about, what, two, two and a half minutes left? Yeah. Jefferson, uh, Kirk Cousins is getting pressured. He just throws that ball up for grabs. That was one of those, you know, epic Calvin Johnsons down there somewhere kind of throws that Stafford yeah. used to make. Yeah. Jefferson comes down with, I, I have to say, the catch of the year. Yeah. He pulls it away from the defender one-handed, yeah. holds on, survives the ground, Yeah. and they move the sticks. Yeah. A couple plays later, they get down in the red zone. He gets the ball on a slant. He would. They ruled it a touchdown on the field. They went back and reviewed it. Said he was down at the one. Yeah. Tried to run with Cook. Didn't got stuffed. Fourth and goal. Run a play action pass. Dalvin Cook bobbles it. Drops it. Flag for a defensive hold. Mm. They get to redo it half the distance. Now I thought. Yeah, I forgot that it was it was a to, a to goal situation. Yeah. I was thinking it was going to be an automatic first down, but it was a to goal to go to go a goal to go instead of a fourth and one or whatever. Mm. Cousins gets stuffed. Second, third effort. Gets stuffed mm. on a quarterback sneak at the goal line. Buffalo's going crazy. They think they just won. They beat yeah. the 7-1 Vikings. You know, they they evapor- almost let a 17-point lead evaporate. Yep. All you got to do, snap the ball cleanly. Take a safety, whatever you got to do. Yeah. Josh Allen doesn't even have a hold of the snap. Center bounces it off his knee. Eric Kendricks falls on it in the end zone. We got a touchdown. brand new ball game. Because yeah. that's a touchdown. Lengthy review to see if he was in the end zone. Yep. It could have been another situation where they could have had four more shots at it from the one. Yep. Unbelievable momentum swing. We were talking about it earlier. Why didn't you just take the punt? Yeah. Safety. Okay. You get the ball at the 40. You're on 40 with 12 seconds left. Yep. Greg Joseph isn't the greatest kicker in the league. Mm. He needs about 30 yards. I understand you have Jefferson. They easily still could have won the game either yeah. way. But they gave Josh Allen too much time. Way too much. Now the catch with Gabe Davis. Talk about that all night, saying how New York should have looked at it. Minnesota could have won this game in regulation. They go down the field. Tyler Bass hits a 37-yard field goal. We go to OT. Minnesota goes on a lengthy drive again. Jefferson makes a key third-down catch in the corner, yep. in the goal on the goal line. <clears throat> they get sacked on a second and goal, a penalty. Results in a chip shot. Greg Joseph field goal to make a 33-30. Buffalo starts marching down the field. Josh Allen starts running the ball like he's Lamar Jackson. I think he had 42 yards on that last drive rushing. Wow. And then they get down, first down, first or second down, I believe it was from like 25-yard line. Yeah. He's forcing one down to Gabe Davis, and it gets picked by Pat Pete. Yeah. His second pick of the game, both in the red zone. Yeah. Allen has five turnovers all year. Four of them have been in the last two weeks all in the red zone. Wow. That was, that's what makes me think that Buffalo's vulnerable, especially in that Thanksgiving game. Yeah. Coming off an injury, short week. Yeah, they have the Browns this week at home. They should be able to cruise in that game, even if they sit Josh Allen and let Keenum yeah. play. Yeah. 
Short week. Injury. Yeah. We got three turnovers off of Rodgers in the red zone mm-hmm. in that Green Bay game. Yeah. We forced one down in their own territory with Okuda last mm-hmm. week. Who says we can't do that again? Yeah. And pull off an upset. Mm-hmm. Twenty, But either way, for Allen, 29-43, 330 yards, a touchdown on the two picks I mentioned, 84 yards on the ground, Singletary with two rushing touchdowns, Diggs had a good game, 12 grabs, 128 in the, uh, I think this is the first game he's played against Minnesota since the trade. Mm-hmm. Gabe Davis is sneaking 6 for 93 and a touchdown. What were your thoughts on this just incredible game? It was insane. I was at work. I had to basically see the stat, like, all right, first and 10, they have the you ball had the, Yeah, you had the, the, they, the play-by-play, the, not yeah, the play actual live the words. broadcast. So, I mean, just seeing it play out that way was obviously different, but still. I saw a fourth and one at the Buffalo one, and I'm like, okay, so this is the game. And little did I know, it, it, it sort of was the game, sort of not. I mean, I almost walked away from my TV thinking, all right, it's over, you yeah. know. I'm glad I didn't. That was insane, though, to have it be a bad snap, recovered for a touchdown, not just the safety, like, yeah. not just something like that. Then them go down and send it to overtime just to lose it. Wow. Props to Minnesota. Props to Justin Jefferson. Um, we were talking before the pod started. Maybe the fairest trade in NFL history. You talk about Hopkins and Dave Johnson being the worst. I think Diggs... For the pick that got Justin Jefferson, maybe the best trade in NFL history in terms of fairness for both teams. Both teams, it's panned out for them. Um, they didn't lose a beat, you know. And, uh, yeah, pro- in my opinion, probably the greatest trade, fairness-wise and quality-wise, of all time. Well said. <clears throat> Moving on to, this probably would have been the game of the day. Any other week of the season, Dallas and Green Bay, 31-28. What a comeback by Green Bay. I'll give, I'll give props now to Christian Watson. but Christian Watson with one of the performances of the season, in my opinion, I so just, far. I just need him to be consistent. And is this going to be a case where this is his only game? Or is Could be, yeah. But, um, you know, four grabs, three of them in touchdowns. First rookie to have three or more touchdowns Randy Moss. since Randy Moss in Thanksgiving yeah. Day in 97, that famous game against Dallas. Yeah. Um, Rodgers, dare I say, he's exercised whatever was going on in that offense. 14-20, 224, three touchdowns. Aaron Jones is 138 yards on the ground. Yeah. Dylan adds in 65 himself. Uh, other than Watson, I mean, not much going for that that receiver core. Uh, Watkins with 47 yards, Lazard with four, 45, including a 36-yard completion mm-hmm. in overtime to get them in range for Crosby to win the game on a chippy. Mm-hmm. McCarthy said pregame or during the week that he was going to be ultra-aggressive. This was his yeah. first time back to Lambeau. They had a nice moment. He was on the field at like 9 o'clock in the morning wow. reminiscing and everything yeah. with, with some staff members. Him and Rodgers had a nice little meeting at midfield before the game. Yeah. You know, it was, it was kind of awkward. It was almost kind of like reuniting with that uncle that you haven't seen since last Christmas. It's kind of what it, the vibes it kind of gave me. But, you know, Dallas came out and they were ready to win this game, I thought. Yeah. You know, Prescott, he forced, the, he kind of almost had a lot of Josh Allen in him in this game. Minus, obviously, the, the 85 yards rushing. Prescott had only six. Um, but he was forcing the ball down the field. He was getting intercepted. A guy from the practice squad, due to the injuries they've had in the secondary, he had two interceptions in this game. Pollard, though, is he emerging into this number yeah. one? Is Zeke going to be, unfortunately, due to his injury issues, is he going to be the odd man out in this backfield? Yeah. 
12, 22 carries, 115 yards, and a touchdown for Pollard. Uh, Mike Davis ends up adding 38 yards on five carries. CeeDee Lamb with an amazing game. 11 grabs, 150, two touchdowns. Yep. Dallas is up 28-14 in this game with 11 minutes to go. They convert a key fourth down, the Packers do, that ends up turning into a touchdown. And then Dallas just was going ultra-aggressive on fourth down, and they let Green Bay into this game. They had a fourth yeah. and two from their from Green Bay's like 39-38 yard line. Mm -hmm. Brett Maher's got a big leg. He's hit 50-plus yarders in his sleep. There wasn't much wind going on in Green Bay. It was a little cold, obviously. Mm -hmm. They kept showing during the broadcast of him trying to keep his foot warm near the heater and yeah. everything. I know McCarthy said he wants to go, wanted to go aggressive in this game, mm -hmm. but in that situation, you got to either punt and and trust your defense, yeah. or let Maher kick that field goal yeah. because Green Bay got held to a field goal. Yeah. They could have played, gotten a yeah, it could have been a tie, but Dallas also could have won this game. They, they had multiple chances in this game. If McCarthy, and I feel like I've said the same thing about Campbell, but McCarthy almost played this game too aggressively. I think. Mm -hmm. That's the dangerous of playing aggressive. You know, last year because you look at you'll flip the you flip the script that recipe in the same way with aggressive, mm -hmm. but it worked. You flip the script though. Green Bay's three and seven. Dallas is seven and three. Green Bay season's over at seven and, yeah. at three and seven, and Dallas makes an NFC East division at seven and two look a lot better than it did yeah. at them at six and three. Even though I know it's only one game, yeah. But every game counts. Every game counts. Division. This could be the one game. Green Bay could go on a heater, man. Rip off five in a row. They rip off five in a row. They're nine and six. Nine and six. That's going to get them in the playoffs. I hope to God. No. But they do have a murderer's row kind of coming up here. They get Thursday night. They get the Titans. Yeah. Okay, that's they Until get their bye. No, they do. The they get the, yeah, the Titans. I think they can win. Tannehill played pretty good. I know Westbrook Kikina had yeah. two touchdowns, and Henry had it. Henry only had 59 yards, and they, yeah, they played Denver, but they still I don't won. I say they're going to win, but it's winnable. They play at Philly. That's not That's going to be a tough one. That's not winnable. They're going to go to Chicago. Oh, I know Rodgers always says, you know, oh, I'm your daddy. and da yeah. Can that defense, if he feels is still on the heater that he's on right now, is that defense going to be able to stop him? You or I'm sorry. After their bye, that's there's yeah. there's the Thursday, and I thought their bye would be week twelve, but their bye is going to be look like week fourteen, I think. Mm -hmm. Come back Monday night against the Rams. Exactly. That could be the week before Cup comes back. Yeah. So maybe they have I Cup, maybe win. they don't. At Miami on Christmas Day. Loss. Vikings. <laughs> at home New Year's Day, yeah. and then at the and then home home against the Lions is the rest of their schedule. Do they have a shot to make the wild card, do you think? No. No? Because mm -hmm. you look at some of their games they lost. They should have beaten the Commanders. Should have beat the Jets. Should have beat the freaking Jets. I don't like They should have beat us, honestly. I don't like this Packers team. They're not winning. I think we beat them again when we play them. I think we'll go 2-0 versus the Pack this year. But yeah, I just don't see it happening. I'd, see, I'd say the 49ers are going to be a better contention than them, mm -hmm. in my opinion. But that's just because I have more faith in their coaching. Yeah. I have more faith in their uh, receivers. I have more faith in what they've built um, defensively. I don't really trust Green Bay's defense. Their receivers are too young, whereas with the 49ers, you've got guys who are playmakers with McCaffrey, Sammy. Mm -hmm. Brandon Ayuk is very underrated for mm -hmm. them. Um, 
It's going to be a three four. It's going to be a three four horse race, I think, for that last wild card spot right now. Yeah. It's going to be the Commanders, the Niners, dare I say, the Packers, yeah. and Tampa. Yeah. Well, Tampa, if they don't win the division. I think Tampa would. But I think Tampa honestly runs away with the division. Yeah. I don't think any other. Tampa's. South Tampa. I think Tampa's through the big part of their schedule. Yeah. Browns, Saints, Niners, Bengals are the next four. They're, They're going to win good. three of those four games. Good, yeah. Bengals, maybe. But then it's, they got Cardinals, Panthers, Falcons. So. Win. Hell, if they go seven and two, five and two the rest of the way, puts them at 10 and seven, 10 and seven gets them in. Yeah. So as long as they don't have any slip ups. Uh, one more game here before we quickly uh, wrap, quickly preview week twelve or week sorry week eleven in the league, yep. the Monday night game. The seventy two Dolphins were able to pop their champagne and smoke their cigars yeah. because they have survived another season of being the only undefeated team in the NFL. And for the second year in the last three years, the Washington Commanders have helped them wow. seal that fate. Remember in 2020, they played a weird Monday afternoon night COVID restricted game where mm. nobody was able to be there and they played the 11 0 Steelers and they, they beat them. And then the Steelers didn't win another game after that. that That's my and I think Heineke played quarterback in yeah. that game too. Maybe it's just Tyler. Maybe it's Heineke. Taylor Heineke against undefeated teams in the league is just maybe a different animal. I don't know. Maybe. He really didn't even have a good game in this game, honestly. No. They won 32-21. The score dic- does not dictate the game. Yeah, they scored a late... They scored a scoop and score off of a lateral gone wrong at the end of the game, yep. which got them the last touchdown of the game. It was 26-21. Heineke, 17-29. 2-11 and a pick. Yep. Brian Robinson, 26 carries. Him and Antonio Gibson toted the ball 40 times combined Whoa. on Monday night for a grand total of 130 yards, and they each scored. Yeah. Brian Robinson talked about him. He's got 305 yards and two touchdowns. I don't know why I said he had a touchdown in four of his all four of his six games, four of his five games. He's only scored that was his first touchdown since his first game back. But his worst game is 20 yards. He's had 60, 73, 20, 44, 86. Dare I say, maybe. I'm not going to say he's going to win rookie of the year. not going to say he's going to win. He's number one there, at least. He's definitely number one there. I think he's taking it from Antonio Gibson, which is unfortunate because Antonio Gibson had a thousand yard season last year. So maybe they can build that one two punch that uh, Kamara and Ingram had in past days in New Orleans that um, we we one day could wish that Swift and and Williams could have when they're healthy. Terry McLaurin, man. Guy seems to just blow my mind every single week he's out on the field. Eight catches for 128 yards. You look at all the Ohio State receivers that are in this league. Mm-hmm. Alave, Wilson. I know they're young. Alave, Wilson. Um, Michael Thomas. Yeah. Samuel. They're on the same team. Yep. You look at the guys that are going to be possibly coming in the next few years. Smith and Jigba is going to be an absolute yeah. animal. Yep. Marvin Harrison's son plays at Ohio State. Yep. And he is... Smith and Jigba has been banged up all year. Yep. Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to be as good, if not as better. Than his old man. Yeah. They have a receiver that leads the Big Ten right now in yards per play, Mike Ibuka. Mm-hmm. It's going to be some big players that we'll have to get Kyle on either next week or two weeks from now to talk playoff. But that Michigan Ohio State game, you thought that game was big last year. Mm-hmm. Amp it up another two or three notches because mm-hmm. if they both win their games this week, they're going to be undefeated going into that game. 11 and over, 11 and 0. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be for the Big Ten, East Division, 
and possibly to make the playoff. Yep. But anyways, you know, going back to that, the great names that are in the league and the great names that are going to be in the league in the future, nobody ever thought Terry McLaurin when they thought great Ohio State receivers when he came out of Ohio State. Underrated. He's very... Probably the best from his He has flourished into, I would say, he's second best Ohio State wide receiver mm-hmm. in the NFL right now behind Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. And dare I say... I know Michael Thomas has the receptions record. He's slant god. Dare I say it? Right now? McLaurin maybe best Ohio State wide receiver in the NFL right now. It's just because Thomas is bad on those injuries. And it's just his route running is so clean. Yeah. I love his enthusiasm. I love the way he goes out there and plays every single down. Like it's going to be the last one he's ever going to play. Yeah. Eight grabs for 128. It's had a huge 41-yard catch on a third down in the fourth yeah. quarter. Really seal. They don't make that play. Philly may come back and win this game. You never know. Yep. But dare I say, you brought it up earlier when we were talking off air. Will this this Eagles team be the 2021 Cardinals? I yeah, it was that was my first. They've game. had a if you they look at if you look at there. if you look at their games, they barely squeaked by the Lions. Yeah. And you look at them right now, they're three and six. They played these guys at Washington and almost lost. The Jaguars had them up 14-0 at one point in this game, mm-hmm. or in the, in the game they played. They almost lost to Davis Mills. They really haven't had a strong... They played Kirk Cousins in primetime, which if you know anything about football, you know Kirk Cousins, that's their only loss of the season, first of all. But he is not a very good primetime quarterback. One of the worst. They play Indy next week. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Indy beats them next week. Could they? I'm not gonna say they're gonna. I'm not gonna say they're going eight and nine. They're not gonna win another game the rest of the year. Can they still get the one seed? Yes. Yeah. Will they still get the one seed? Probably, because they have a pretty pretty easy schedule down it's the road. They play. Like, they play Green they got Bay. The tiebreaker though, right? They got the tiebreaker. They beat in Dallas once, and they beat in the Giants. They beat Vikings. They beat the Vikings. So they have the tiebreaker right now. The the second and third place teams yep. in the NFC. Yep. Dare I say it, though? I mean, dare I say it, the Commanders figured something out. Hurts did not have a good game. He had a very good first quarter. They scored 14 of their 21 in the first quarter. Mm -hmm. He had a rush touchdown and he had a passing touchdown. Dare I say, A.J. Brown had one catch in this game. They shut him down. They shut him down. That's who you got to shut down. Goddard's hurt now. Mm. Sanders really hasn't been that guy Mm. that he was at the beginning of the season. Their defense isn't the greatest defense. Yeah. Hurts and that offense has won them a majority I of these games. Secondary though, Bradbury and Slay. Slay got Slay got torched though last night. Slay was on. Slay was on McLaurin on that play. He got him right off the line. They they showed it on the replay. He took two steps. He had Slay going one way, and then by the time he was back, McLaurin was three yards ahead of him. Slay caught up at the end of the day. Could have made a play on the ball. Mm. Decided to make a play on McLaurin instead and guessed wrong. But to let a very underrated receiver in this league go for 128 yards, mm. when you want to call yourself one of the best cover corners in the game... I still think he's one of the best, but... I know. I'm not saying... Not saying that he's just having a down year. But... What a performance by the commanders in this one. Shocking. How much of this game was the Commanders, though, and how much was the calls? Mm-hmm. And we That's didn't even bring those up. That's the debate. 
on that Goddard fumble, which ended up in, in injuring him, and he's yeah. going to be out for a significant amount of time, which yep. could be a big blow for them. Now they're and then with them, who's going to step up in that in that tight yeah, end role? They yeah. don't have Ertz anymore. His face mask was pulled on that play. Yeah, Heineke had an intentional grounding that didn't. That was very iffy, very iffy. Like you could have. It could have been a. It was a bang bang call. Mm. It was one of those. You know, in baseball, they say tie goes to the runner when they when the ball beats them to the bag. You know, they or when they're both equal, they say tie goes to the runner. That could have been. You could have called that either way. That's a bang bang call. Mm. Um, but the the call that killed me. You are one play away from getting a minute with Jalen Hurts and 80 yards to go down and win the game and to preserve your perfect season. I, Brandon Graham slides into Heineke, stopping his momentum. Heineke with probably could win the Academy Award for Best for Actor. Lot. For Best <laughs> Actor. Because that was a sell job. He pulled a Giannis. He pulled a Harden. He oh, pulled a LeBron, LeBron, whatever you want to call it. That was one of the biggest flops I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And then gets up and celebrates like he just won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You could have easily called an excessive celebration for that penalty. Mm-hmm. Had offsetting penalties, we could have redone the redone yeah, the down. That's what they should have done. But it's just, you don't want to see, you always want to use the adjective, let them play. You don't, I hate seeing games like this. And could change the momentum of a season for a team. Yeah. And pl- games to go down to one bad call. It just kills me. And I know the Lions constantly get screwed over stuff like this. But it just hurts me to see another fan base have to go through this. Yeah. If you listen to Philly Sports Talk Radio today, if you pull up, if you find anything probably from there, I bet those Eagles fans are so livid right now. They gotta be. They have to be. Yeah. And I couldn't imagine being... Because we've been in their shoes. Too many times. <laughs> Way too many times. You look at the Golden Tate 10-second runoff against Atlanta. The the playoff game where uh, where Hitchens is, you know, hands up and to Pat, or, uh, Pettigrew and everything. And then Des Bryant pretty much whines and gets yeah. the call. Umpteen different... Different things we could talk oh, about in scenarios. We are way mask. too fame. Yep, the Phantom Face Mask. Rodgers. Quandre Diggs pulling... I don't remember who our receiver was. I think it was either Calvin or Tate's face yeah. mask in that playoff game in Seattle. Yeah. Or not, it wasn't Quadri Diggs. It was Earl Thomas, I think. Pushing the ball out. Yeah, Bobby ball. Wagner. Or was that Bruce Irvin? Cam Chancellor. Oh, it was Chancellor. Yeah, Chancellor bouncing the ball out in the Monday night game against Seattle. Yeah. Unfortunate. But the Commanders are in this hunt. And if they make this, who's going to be the quarterback in 2023? I don't know. You paid Heineke, so I I think you got to go with Heineke. You got to eventually bet on this kid. Once is done. He's done. This was his last opportunity. He's done. I just don't see him starting in the league. I don't see a single team. I would say Saints, but I don't even think they want him. Mm -mm. They're already a quarterback shit show. I don't Mm -hmm. don't even know how you describe that. You have Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, and you can't figure it out. You got tank, guys. tank, and go get Stroud, Young, Levis, Richardson, Slovis. Just somebody. go get somebody. Yeah, because it's not going to be Taysom Hill. Yeah. He's way too turnover prone. He's a <laughs> watching Dalton play in that Monday night game last week just hurt my heart because he dropped back in the pocket and just get eaten alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, quickly, nice. let's run through some scores before we do week twelve. Yeah. Um, Bucks 21-16 in Munich over the Seahawks. Titans 17-10 over the uh, Broncos. Chiefs 27-17 over the Jags. Mahomes, four touchdowns. Very scary injury for Juju Smith-Schuster. We hope he's okay. 
Dolphins over the Browns, 39-17. Tua, a huge game. MVP chance going for him in that game. Giants, 24-16. A little bit of a hairy game over the Texans. Um, Barkley with a 140-yard performance. Steelers over the Saints, 20-10. TJ Watts return. Uh, Colts win 25-20 in his first in Jeff Saturday's first game. Gilmore yeah. with a huge ball play on uh, Devontae Adams at the end of the game. Could have been called P.I. Couldn't have not called P. Been called P.I. Yep. Jair Alexander kind of had an issue with that on C.D. Lamb on that fourth down play that I was talking about earlier in yep. the Packer game. Um, but <clears throat> saw something. I, Derek Carr was very emotional after that game. I don't know if you I, if you get some time later in the week or tonight or something. Pull up pull up Derek Carr's post game interview. Again, a post-game press conference interview in that game against the Colts. He's very emotional. It was almost like, did you see Buda Baker in the in-season hard knocks? Mm-mm. Okay, watch that first and then go and watch Cars. You'll you'll kind of get some compare and contrast from that. Maybe motivated by, by Buda Baker's. Mm-hmm. Basically, if you haven't seen it for the people that are listening, Buda Baker said, I'm tired of losing. You know, went on some, almost kind of like what Jamal Williams did in hard knocks. Yeah. That's the best way I can compare. Yeah. Carr kind of had that little bit of a... Not as obviously expletive ranted mm-hmm. as uh, you know it's HBO and everything with the mm-hmm. Buda Baker situation. This was a post game interview mm-hmm. press conference, but the Raiders were seven and zero in one score games last year. Mm-hmm. They're one and six this year. That is the difference between see one score games can flip flip your momentum, flip your season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the last game, two games actually, Cardinals over the Rams. It was Colt McCoy versus John Wolford. It was not the Kyler Murray versus Stafford that we were all promised. And then uh, McCaffrey getting a late touchdown to win the game for the Niners, 22-16 over the Chargers on Sunday Night Football. Let's quickly go through, through these. these Week 11 let's games. Five, five minutes max for all of them. So let's go. I'm gonna Titans-Packers. Who you got? I think the Titans are going to pull us out, man. Henry's going to have one of those King Henry kind of games. Last time they were in yeah. prime time, he had 120 yards, I think, and a touchdown yeah. against the Chiefs. Lost the game because of Malik Willis, the five completions to five different players, not even completing a pass to a receiver. Mm-hmm. Tannehill's back, though. He had a pretty good game. I know Westbrook Kikine helped him a lot with 115 and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I just think that it's a short week. The Packers going to be riding high on this momentum. Jones is still banged up a little yeah. bit, though. Um, I don't see Watson replicating this again, at least not this week. Yeah. I think the Titans win a it's a low scoring game. I'm thinking like twenty three to thirteen. Titans I was win. gonna go twenty four seventeen. Um it's I gonna think, be close, but I think yeah. the Titans get a a big drive, big nine, seven, eight minute clock chewing drive yeah. midway through the fourth. Henry punches yeah, it in. They they're up ten with three minutes to go. Rogers can't really do anything about Word. it. I I think Henry's within a hundred yards of having a thousand yards in the year, I think he gets it in this game. And uh, moving on here now to the dreaded uh, Lions-Giants game. Who you got? I'm going to go out on a limb yep, and say this. Lions. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. This could be a 34-6 to <laughs> loss for all I know. I remember the last time we went to New York, I think we were like 7-2. and two. It was 2016. It was Odell's like coming out party. We hung yeah. around into the fourth quarter. Odell scored a late touchdown, and I think we lost that game by 10. Dare I say it? I know the Lions have had a big issue with stopping the run mm-hmm. this year. You obviously let 100 fields have 147 and two touchdowns. You really haven't had a running back really explode on you this year. It's usually the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Granted, Daniel Jones is a very sneaky runner. He'll probably get 50, 55 on the ground. I think the Lions win another one-score game. I think it's 27-21. Lions win. I think they get a score to take the lead. They're down in the fourth quarter. I think they get a score to take the lead. I think St. Brown scores a touchdown. Goff mm-hmm. throws them a 10-yard touchdown. And I think it's going to be a lot of a replication of last week. I think the defense gets a huge stand. 
I think they let the Giants go a little farther down. You may get a turnover, I think, to end the game. I'm thinking maybe an interception by uh, Awarie. Good good revenge game for him to come back, prove all the haters wrong again after the very, very bad start to the season with the six illegal contact penalties and everything against Minnesota. I think the Lions win this game 27-21. We go to four and six on the season, go to Thanksgiving with a shot to maybe be in contention by the end of the day on Thanksgiving. I think you're right about the score, but I think you're wrong about the winner. I think it's 27-21 Giants. I think we score. I think we hang around. I think Barkley's just too much of an animal for our defense. We might be missing Rodrigo again. He's dealing with a uh, he's been dealing with that hyperextended yeah. knee. Yeah. So I I think he he may be out for this game. If he's in this game, I, I could see him getting some tackles. I just think Barkley's just an animal, especially this year. It's him and Lamar who mm-hmm. are playing for contracts. He's a guy who's on a tear. Comeback player of the year, um, most likely. Geno Smith's in the conversation, but I don't think he's beating Barkley. He's got them at seven and two. Gonna be eight and two after this one. And who knows if the Eagles uh fall in another maybe trap game here versus the Colts. You know, could we be talking about Thanksgiving? The Giants play the Cowboys. I'm mm. thinking that is goal. Dude, that is going to be one of the games of the year. We could be looking at the 8-2 Giants and the 7-3 Cowboys playing on Thanksgiving Day. Insane. That's going to be incredible to watch. The game I was just about to mention for the next prediction, Cowboys-Vikings, 425. Who you got? Minnesota, they're at home. They're unstoppable at home, man. They're 4-0 this year on the road. Dallas's issues has been on the road. They're 2-2. They lost three games all year. Two of them have been on the road. Minnesota's been unbeatable at home. Cousins just looks amazing. Dare I say... Dare I say Dark Horse MVP? Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Underrated Dare I say pick. It? Underrated. He's an underrated Eight quarterback. Their only I still have my games. loyalty. I know he's a division rival. Yeah. I still got my loyalty to my Spartan dog, yeah. Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I think they win this game. I think this is a shootout, honestly. I'm thinking like 38-27. I think Cousins is going to go crazy. He's going to have four touchdowns in this game. Mm-hmm. I think Jefferson scores two. Jefferson's going to have 100-plus and two touchdowns. I think Irv Smith scores. And I think maybe, I know we talked about Thielen not getting a lot of targets. I think Adam Thielen's going to sneak in there and get a late touchdown, yeah. maybe to seal the deal. Prescott's going to struggle. He's going to turn the ball over. He's going to, mm-hmm. you know, that, that road atmosphere is going to get to him. Pollard's still going to shine, have 80 yards and a touchdown. I think Lamb finds the end zone again. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you get Ferguson or Hendershot to score, obviously, mm-hmm. with Schultz being a little less of a target now with his injuries. Mm-hmm. But I think too much at the end of the day, it's going to be too much Dalvin Cook, too much Kirk Cousins, too much of that electric Vikings offense. They win this yeah. game 38-27. They go to 9-1. and If you would have told me... Mm-hmm. the beginning of the year that we'd be talking about the Vikings as possibly the they're not the one seed they're the two seed mm-hmm. with the tiebreaker but this number two seed in the NFC we thought Green Bay was going to run away yeah. with it we thought Green Bay was going to run yeah. away with this division when we talked lost, about it their only loss has been to the Eagles. we thought Green Bay was going to be like the only team above 500 in this division yeah and we're looking at the Vikings possibly going to be 9-1 and one going into Thanksgiving yeah. and I think they and they be, play the Patriots on Thanksgiving yeah. or Thanksgiving night it'll be tough but they can win it that. could be going on a Thanksgiving night 10 and 1. Wow. Imagine that. Yeah. And and then you'd have, they'd be the one seed right there because they'd have the game advantage on the Eagles with the Eagles yeah. playing Sunday instead of um, yeah. on Thursday. I think uh, with this uh, Viking Cowboys matchup, you hit the nail on the head right there. It's going to be a high offensive game for the Vikings. Um, you've got to be on a high after just beating the Bills there. Mm-hmm. I think Trayvon Diggs will get an interception this game. It's been um, few and far between for him this year. It has, but I just I can feel one coming this week. Um, <clears throat> It's gonna be a higher energy game. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a great game. Mm-hmm. Not as good, I don't think, as that Bills game. Yeah, that, that was for insane sure. for sure. But this will be a good game. 
For the sake of time, we're gonna skip the Monday night doozy. Yeah, the just the Stadio. Yeah, 49ers Cardinals. I'm just saying to, to do my best Spanish. Uh, 49ers e Cardinals s no bueno. <laughs> so moving on though. But why Sunday do we end up? <laughs> this game is always in prime time, Sunday. and I love it. I love it, man. I Chiefs love that this game is always in prime time. This is gonna be like 42 to 38. I'm thinking yeah. easily. I'm thinking though. Chargers upset. Wow. Chargers upset. Herbert is going to go insane in this game. I'm Who's thinking gonna Herbert's going to throw for five touchdowns in this game. Uh, I think Eckler fine. I think Eckler's going to score two yeah. in the receiving end. I think he gets Palmer involved. Palmer, Palmer's been very sneaky, and I think Gerald Everett scores. Okay. And then yeah, I think I, like that I don't think he throws for five. I think Herbert will get a, a, maybe a quarterback sneak touchdown. Yeah. But Mahomes is still going to do his Mahomes kind of magic. He's going to throw for like 375, four, four touchdowns. Kelsey's going to score twice. Yeah. Uh, I think um, – Hardman finds the end zone, and I think Pacheco is going to find one. I was going to say that too. Isaiah Pacheco. Yep. If you're looking for a fantasy running back, very, very yeah. sneaky. He's available, I think, in ESPN leagues. I saw something in like 78% of ESPN leagues. Yeah. So if you're looking for, let's say, just looking at the bye week teams, we got the Dolphins, Seahawks, Bucks, Jags. Let's say you got Fournette. Let's say you got K9. Let's yeah. say you got uh, ETN. Let's say you got Jeff Wilson, and you need a running back, or you have a flex. Let's say let's say you have Gesicki. Let's say you have Lockett in at flex. Let's say you have uh, Brait at fa- flex. You yeah. have Kirk. You're looking for a guy to fill in a spot? One week, yeah. Pacheco's the guy. Pacheco's going to have a good game. Granted, I say this, and he's going to have like two touches probably. And Edwards Hilaire is going to break out in this game. But this is going to be an offensive shootout. I think it goes down to the last series. I think Herbert's going to have a fourth quarter comeback. Wow. And they're going to win this game in the last like 30 seconds. I think I... This know. game always goes down to the line. If once. this game goes to overtime, I would not be surprised. <laughs> they already played once. Did they? And they had a chance to win it. Yeah, it was the first Thursday night football. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 27-24. <coughs> Herbert threw a pick that they couldn't come back. He got hurt in that game, too. Yes. That's why they lost. That's kind of why they lost, I think, the 49er yeah. game. Because Chase Daniel had to come in at the end of the second half. Or I, first half. I think you're right with the victor here. Chargers. But for the reason of revenge. I think Herbert has... Has something to prove in this game. They have, I think they split the series last year, or and then the year before they lost. They played the Thursday night was... game in like <laughs> December. I know um, that was the classic Did Mahomes. That, yard or no? that was the classic Mahomes Herbert. I think Kelsey caught like a seventy-yard touchdown yeah. in overtime. This one will be very good, um, as always. I think, like you, like I said. Herbert gets his revenge. They split the series. And if they win this game, the Chargers, that's going to put them to 6-4. and four. They'll have better odds. They're going to sneak in. They got a wild card. They got the Cardinals, the Raiders, the Dolphins, the Titans, the Colts, the Rams, the Broncos. Yeah. They have five winnable games on the last seven. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, with the way the AFC East is lo- or the way the AFC wild card picture is looking, with eight games to go, they're going to have to go 6-2. and two. Yeah. They're gonna. I think eleven and six is gonna get that last wild card spot. Yeah. I think. Yep, it's gonna be tough. But we had a lot of good games. Week twelve is gonna be really fun to talk about. Let's just go very quickly through the other games: Bears, Falcons in the one o'clock window. We got Bills, Browns, Eagles, Colts, Jets, Patriots. That's gonna be a sneaky game to watch. That could be that. one of those games at the end of the year where we're looking at the winner of that game could get a wild card spot. Yeah. Could if Buffalo keeps this. This kind of downward spiral going. Yeah. This could be a game that could determine the division. Yeah. The Jets are four and zero on the road, and yeah. the Patriots have not been a very good home team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rams, Saints, three and six feet, three and seven. We mentioned Lions, Giants, Panthers, Ravens, Commanders, Texans, Raiders, Broncos, Bengals, Steelers, and then obviously the Monday night game at the Azteca. 
49ers, Cardinals, uh, 49ers, D Cardinals, S no bueno. Yeah. Uh, but moving on, and that's going to be it for episode number 117. Thank you guys as always for listening. Thank you, you know, for everything. You know, I know it, we haven't had one out in a few weeks, but we will do our best to try to turn out content each and every week until the end of the NFL season. Don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe. We will be found on all podcast platforms. We'll be back for 118 next week. We'll talk maybe a little bit of fantasy since yep. hopefully we'll have a little bit more time. Break down week 11, look ahead to week 12, including the three Thanksgiving games, yep. and then maybe we'll do some player spotlight, or maybe I'll see if I can get a hold of Kyle, and maybe we'll do a college football segment in return. Yeah. But thank you guys again, and we will talk to you guys next week.